Nation with the hottest underground hip hop and R&B show on this side of the net. This is Nonstop Radio. Oh yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you know what time it is when you hear my voice on your speakers out there, folks. You're now tuned into the hottest hip hop and R&B show this side of the net. This is Nonstop Radio. 100K. For the row. I'm fitting you and you fitting me. Let's make it mature. Let's make a more see that I'm fitting you and you fitting me. Let's stay with this fight. Let's be a thing. Show this world what it could be You and me, babe That's what it shouldn't be Sometimes my pride gets the best of me I won't do the chase I just stay fronting But it don't feel right when it's just me Cause when I lay my head down at night I think of me and you Bending big faces, uh, no trace like erase my pussy in your face. Head nod to the bar, valet was my car. Quick uh-huh. stop to the rest to crack a new cigar. Cause your love got me tripping, so Henny, I've been sipping. Uh, Flashes of my life with me, just your wife. I'm fitting you, and you fitting me. Let's make it mature. Let's make a more see that I'm fitting you. The non-stop radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net.
gentlemen, that was music by Laconda Davies with her single called Lights on Folks here on the Nonstop Radio Show. But keep it locked and stay tuned, because coming up in just a bit, we'll be joined by today's special guest, Devin Page, here on the Nonstop Radio Show. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Nonstop Radio. The Nonstop Radio Show. Nonstop Hip Hop. The hottest okay. underground hip hop and R&B show on this side of the net. My Baltimore yeah. people, let's go. J-Royale, you know the vibes. Check it for my survival. When niggas rush in like Ivan Drago, fire nozzles. To say your last prayer requires bibles for the Javo. I'm Desperado with a whiskey bottle, bucking hollows. The bishop move horizontal, far as I know. I'm terrible, prepare you for your burial. Cock the hammer and let the air and chew. Listen, my raps like a cat in the waist. Tass in the face, home invasion. For everything stashed in the safe, call for the Lord. You soft as the car, Jordan pours, pause the Lord. The beat slap like Jar Jar Kapoor. We know for violence, from Baltimore to Coney Island. Show the iron, but keep your mouth closed, it's the coldest silence. Post my stats, niggas know me where the vultures at. It's in my pants and I'm stand where I'm posted at. I ride around through the city with dark tents on it. Alone, the burner got one set of prints on it. the ratchet, the blicky, the biscuit, the burner. The heat, the toaster, the twist, you can meet and your owner. Stop radio show send us your submissions in mp3 format at let's network musically 212 at gmail.com this is non-stop radio need to boost your career looking for a radio booking agent or publicist how about a public and artist relations and development extraordinaire look no further globally we got a writer and journalist mj savino Representing MJ's Hip Hop Connects, your one-stop shop for promotion, marketing, artist relations, and artist development. Contact us for a complete list of services, prices, and packages. Follow MJ's Hip Hop Connects on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud at MJ's Hip Hop Connects, and that's C O N N E X. C 
serious inquiries only. What up, what up, what up, Miami? How you living? How you feeling out there? It's your boy Emilio Wegbar, and right now you're tuned into the hottest hip-hop and R&B station here in South Beach. It's the Radio.com, ladies and gentlemen, spelled T-H-A, Radio.com. Be sure to check out the non-stop radio show airing every Monday through Saturday, 12 noon Eastern Standard Time. And also follow us on Twitter, at Non-Stop Radio 212. This is Non-Stop Radio. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Be sure to check out the Nonstop Radio Show every Monday through Saturdays at 12 noon Eastern Standard Time on Miami's TheRadio.com. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Nonstop Radio 
Stop radio show Send us your submissions In mp3 format At Let's Network Musically 212 At gmail.com This is Non-Stop Radio Need to boost your career Looking for a radio booking agent Or publicist How about a public and artist Relations and development Extraordinaire Look no further Globally We got a writer and journalist MJ Savino Representing MJ's Hip Hop Connects Your one-stop shop for promotion, marketing, artist relations, and artist development Contact us for a complete list of services, prices, and packages Follow MJ's Hip Hop Connects on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and SoundCloud At MJ's Hip Hop Connects And that's C-O-N-N-E-X Serious inquiries only What's really good, Atlanta? How you living? This your boy Emilio Wegbar here, inviting you to come join me nightly, Monday through Friday from 10 p.m. till midnight, as we rock your speakers on the hottest hip hop and non-rev show this side of the net, folks. It's the non-stop radio show, Atlanta's new late night radio show on Atlanta's new hip hop and R&B station, Street Madness Radio. Live broadcast, live call-ins, interviews with dope special guests, shout-outs and giveaways, plus, you know we gotta hit you with some of the hottest music from some of the hottest artists worldwide, so come check us out, nightly, Monday through Friday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it's the non-stop radio show on Street Madness Radio. 
Download the Live 365 app for your smartphone or your tablet devices and search Street Madness Radio to come check us out. I'll see you there, ladies and gentlemen. Until then, keep it live. This is Nonstop Radio. Hey, yo, I go by the name of In The Cut. And I go by the name of CHJ, Duck City Music. You now tuned in to Emilio Eggbar and the Nonstop Radio Show. Let's bang out, E. Wow, what's poppin', you dig? This G-Quick, straight from the N.O. New Orleans, you heard me? And you're tuned in to Nonstop Radio with Emilio Eggbar, the hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net, you heard me? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. It's your boy Emilio Wegbar, and I would like to say thank you to each and every one of you out there that's tuned into today's presentation of the show. If you have not done so yet, man, make sure you follow me on the gram. You can hit me up on IG at EJP underscore entertainment to stay up to date with all things EJP entertainment related. But here, ladies and gentlemen, on the line with us right now, we are joined by our special guest, and please help me in welcoming Devin Page to the show. Devin, how are you doing? How's everything? I'm great. Thanks. I'm so excited to be here. So thanks for having me on. Absolutely. And thank you. We're excited to have you. And we do appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to call up here and to, you know, not only share your story with us, but also share your music as well. So we do appreciate you. Awesome. I am ready. Hey, here we go. <laughs> well, for starters, <laughs> let's start by, you know, having you, you know, just tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name is Devin Page. That's my stage name. My last name's actually Gedoldig, but that's too hard of a name to use for most people. So we stick to my first and middle name. Um, I am an Italian-American singer. I grew up uh, doing some child acting professionally. Um, that's kind of where I got into performing as I did a lot of musical theater growing up. Um, so I've just decided to dive back into the world of music. Um, I definitely tried my hand at being a millennial in corporate America, but it sucks. Um, <laughs> and it's not a passion for me. So here we go with music. Yeah. So, you know, you started off as a child actress, excuse me, a child actress at first. How was that for you? If yeah. you can recall any of that. Oh, I loved it. Um, I started when I was in elementary school and actually my twin sister started at first and I actually went to some of her rehearsals and decided I wanted to try that because I mean, it looked really fun and at that point, I didn't really know if I could even carry a tune. Mm-hmm. Um, so I auditioned for one of the shows, and I got it, and apparently I could sing. So it just kind of grew from there. That's cool. And you say you have a twin sister. Do people still get you guys mixed up? Um, Not totally anymore. Um, if you saw us next to each other, you would definitely know we were related. Um, but we look kind of opposite. Like I tend to have more of like an olive skin tone. She's super fair. Um, she has blue eyes. I have brown eyes. So you would definitely look at us and know we're related. Oh, okay. Cool. 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 Cause I know there's a lot of people out there that has, you know, problems from differentiating which twin is which. So, you know, I definitely understand I wish that. We had that. I'm sorry. I wish we had that. I was. I wish we were uh, identical twins. We'd be playing pranks on people left and right. 
Oh, man, I can only imagine. I always used to tell people when I was in school, like, yo, that's not me today. It's my twin. I- I'm here in this place today. I used to <laughs> joke around with people like that. You <laughs> little, little, yep. little dumb shit we used to do when we were young. <laughs> Yeah, see, that's what I want to do. Mm-hmm. So, with that being um, with that being said, you know, having you know started your career as an actress, and you know having transitioned into you know the corporate America scene, which is like uh, right about now, I can understand, especially you know after <laughs> yeah. everybody having you know the last two years off from work and then finally getting back to work and everything, I can just imagine. So, did that happen as a result of you know COVID, or that was just something that happened long before then, and you just decided to get back into pursuing your true passion which is music um i'd say i've been in kind of like the corporate world now for i guess since i graduated from college wow it's almost been 10 years um Mm. and i i've always hated it like i just don't enjoy it um i've worked in like social media public relations um industrial distribution so i've kind of been all over the place um but last year after my father passed away and then my grandma, I decided, you know, life is so short. I don't want to be sitting at a desk all day. Um, I don't enjoy it. I'd rather be kind of out and about and doing something that I really love and something I enjoy. So I decided to push myself back into music. So that's kind of like how I got back into it. And I'm just loving it it's just been such a fun journey so far mm, i can only imagine but first and foremost i do want to you know extend you know my condolences to you on the loss of you know your father and your grandmother and you know we do extend our condolences to you but with that being said oh, well, also you. you're absolutely welcome you're absolutely welcome i just lost my grandmother too in uh november so i can understand how it feels oh. Yeah. I'm sorry. Thank you. I appreciate that. But, you know, the one good thing, though, I will take away from, you know, some tragic events like that, that sometimes it can also be used as motivation to propel us, or should I say put us on the path that we was intended for all along. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. I definitely think that that's what happened um, with me. Uh, I know it happened to a lot of people, too. It kind of just puts things in perspective and makes you realize that, you know, you need to do what makes you happy in life. And, you know, life's too short. You might as well just do what makes you happy and, you know, kind of screw the rest. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. (laughs) I definitely agree. You know, like, especially with everything that's just been happening as of late, you know, I just see things and I'm like, you know what, you know, I've been doing the same as far as, you know, career job, you know, working, you know, my, my, my walk of life was a little bit different, but, you know, I come from a, a, a governmental job. So, you know, having lost that over the last few months, it kind of just, you know, put me in the perspective to just start living and doing the things that I want to do in life. You know, never mind that wanting to work for somebody and be a slave to a nine to five job. Just get out there and pursue your actual passion. Just go all in on your dreams and beliefs, you know? Exactly. I wish more people would kind of also come to that realization. Um, but I mean, sometimes it just takes people a while and I'm very happy that I kind of got the kick in the butt that I needed. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I hope that I can inspire other people to also pursue their passions and follow their dreams. Mm. Now, let me ask you, you know, I heard you mention earlier, you know, that it's been a fun and exciting time for you and that's real good. I like that. But when you have your times, like, and I'm pretty sure we all do when we have those times where we start to, you know, second guess if that's the right thing, how do you deal with that? 
Um, I mean, not well, I guess. <laughs> it's definitely, especially kind of in this industry, you're really opening yourself to um, a lot of rejection, a lot of people critiquing you. Um, like I, I had someone the other day reach out to me and they told me that, you know, my song, Love and Dreams, is like the worst song they've ever heard. Wow. Um, so that's, yeah, that can be disheartening. But again, you know, doesn't. It doesn't get to me as much as I feel like it would have gotten to me a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just remind myself, like, you know, this is kind of what I signed up for. I did open myself up to, you know, a lot of people who are listening to the song. And this is still what I really want to do. Um, and I have to kind of just accept that there's going to be both positives and negatives that come with it. And just use it to kind of make myself stronger and you know, if somebody comes to me and says, I, you know, I don't like the song and here's why, um, then I'm happy to hear that because I like constructive criticism. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can just learn something from everybody. Now, let me ask you, and I got to ask, because we're in an era, in an age right now where, you know, social media has become a safe haven for these trolls out here. You know, some people just say <laughs> mean-spirited things just to, you know, try to, you know, discourage people from pursuing their dreams. But what was it about the song that they didn't like? Because I was just listening to it before you called in, and I actually like the song. So, like, and I'm not just saying that because you're oh a guest God. on my show, but I'm just being completely honest. Like, what was it about the song not to like? They just um, thought it was basic. And, you know, that's, everyone's entitled to their opinion, so that's fine. And mm-hmm. if they didn't like it, that's okay. Um, but social media definitely makes everything a lot harder. Um, I call those people like keyboard warriors mm-hmm. because they're very kind of vocal, kind of behind the screen. Um, but, I mean, it sucks hearing that, you're, you know, somebody doesn't like your music, but that's just kind of is what it is. Like no one's going to love everything you do and mm. you just kind of have to accept that, especially in this industry. I do agree with that one. And that's one thing, you know, especially as us, you know, cause I, I also, you know, was at one time an aspiring artist. So I can understand, you know, just how much that goes into, you know, especially artists that really pour so much of their self into their music and open themselves up so much to their audience that you want everybody to like your song. But you know, that's just the reality of it that people aren't going to like everything. But I always do say to myself that just because one person doesn't like it doesn't mean that there's 10 other people out there that will feel the same way so you know i always use that as motivation to continue forward for anything i'm doing you know exactly i literally feel the exact same way um it's it's like when somebody somebody tells you nine times out of ten that you're amazing or you're pretty and then it's like if one person tells you that like you're terrible or you're ugly or whatever it's like (laughs) that one time can like really stick with you um, so it's kind of just learning how to almost like let that negativity go and mm-hmm. kind of just focusing on the people that are happy for you and genuinely want you to be successful. Um, but it definitely, it's, it's kind of like the learning a learning curve kind of being able to move past that <laughs> I, I i truly agree with that one but i would i would like to you know disagree with those out there who feel any way about you i really feel like you're a very beautiful woman you got a very beautiful spirit and i can just tell just by you know this conversation right now that you're a very, a very genuine and loving person is that correct yeah, wow, that was really nice. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely um, welcome. We have my parents to, yeah, my parents, are, they get all the credit for that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to I your like parents. I like to think they raised me right. 
That's right. Great. Shout yeah. out to Ellen and Michael. They crushed it. Absolutely. Give them a high five. We do got to, you know, <laughs> acknowledge those parents out there that do everything to make sure that their kids have everything that they didn't have in life. I do appreciate good parents that, you know, do that for their, their, their children, you know? Yeah, you and me both. Absolutely. So with that being said, you know, we spoke a little bit earlier about your 2019 song that you put out there. If I'm not mistaken, it's called, uh, no, excuse me, 2021 single called Resentful. You know, that was the first one that you dropped and everything. So let's let's talk about that one a little bit. So when you first came out with this one, what was the inspiration behind this record? Um, I just kind of was pulling on, you know, some of my experiences in the past and, you know, experiences that I know other people have had with this type of like a toxic love relationship. Mm. Um, you know, and it's something that I feel like everybody can relate to because I feel like everybody's had that, you know, one person or even multiple people where they knew they should leave because it wasn't good for them. Um, but it, you know, it's a toxic love. It's hard to walk away from. So I kind of just decided that was going to be kind of like my first little foray into this Mm -hmm. industry. Um, and I, I loved it. I'm very proud of it. And, um, it was, I mean, I guess I got a lot of people that reached out to me after that song being like, Oh my gosh, like I know exactly how you're feeling, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, but I mean, it's been a while since I've had those feelings. Like, I mean, I'm married. I've been with my uh, my husband for you know five years. So I had to reassure him that the song wasn't about him. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, you know, congratulations to you and your husband. Five years. I got a nickel in your marriage. So congratulations to the two of you. I'm I'm really happy to hear good stories like that. We've actually, we've been together for five years, but we actually, our one year wedding anniversary was just a few days ago. Oh, so we happy anniversary. Survive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely welcome. Happy anniversary to both you and your husband. I definitely do. You know, see, that's one thing we are missing right now in our society is we need more love and we need to be more compassionate towards one another. I think that that would change the whole way people out have their outlooks with everything right now in life. <laughs> oh yeah i mean the world now is just it, there's so much negativity and it's like you almost can't escape it um just because like if you turn on the news obviously there's going to be things that are upsetting and sad and you know frustrating on the news and you know it's like i i want to hear more stories from people that are like good ones i you know mm-hmm. i i love to go on social media and you know, read people's posts about, you know, their one of their kids graduated or mm-hmm. this one got a new job or they bought their first car. Like, I feel like we need more of that. But, you know, that's obviously easier said than done. Um, but, yeah, I feel like if we just had more positivity and more love in the world and people were more kind of empathetic towards others, then, you know, maybe we as a society would be a little bit better off. I truly, totally 100% wholeheartedly agree with you on that one, especially right now in this current climate. And that's always one question I've always asked with the fact that so many people was, you know, distance over the last, you know, two and a half years. How do we reconnect with one another socially in a sense where it's compassionate and we show more love to each other instead of a whole much, you know, all of this negativity and disdain for one another that, you know, has been fed to us through you know media social media and stuff like that you know oh yeah and it's it's a hard i mean it's hard to kind of 
get out of your own head sometimes when you're feeling like you're in a bad space. Um, and I know it's going to probably take a while for society to kind of turn around in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think that it's something that, you know, everybody should work for, um, everyone should support one another. Um, mm-hmm. obviously, you know, assuming they're not like serial killers or something, um, <laughs> I agree. but <laughs> yeah, we don't support those. Yeah, no, but no doubt. I just feel like, yeah, if we just had more people that were open to sharing good things that are happening to them and, you know, kind of rushing aside the haters. I feel like we'd be moving in the right direction a little bit faster than we are now. But, you know, if there was one thing that I could change about the world we live in now, I would eliminate human greed because I feel like greed is the root mm. of problem mm. so i mean i wish there was something i could do about that but if i had one wish that's what it would be Hey, I, I, I truly, hey, I, I agree with you, and I'm not just saying that just cause, but I do agree with you. You know, greed tends to overtake a whole lot of people, and you're seeing a lot of that right now. You know what I'm saying? And, and greed is not always oh, materialistic. Yeah. Greed can be in a whole lot of other things, like you know, people is greedy for attention, is people is greedy for acknowledgement, people is greedy for wanting to take credit for everything, even if they're not involved in it. Everybody wants or has some kind of greed in their heart, and I feel as though people that that allow greed to overcome them. They are the ones that help keep the world in the the state that we're in right now. I agree a hundred percent. I wish there was some way to kind of counteract that, you know, quickly and easily, but it's, you know, it's something that every person needs to work on. And mm-hmm. I hope that, you know, kind of going forward, people will start to kind of change their mindsets and, you know, maybe instead of, looking at their neighbor and saying, you know, well, what do they have? Cause I need to make sure I have more. Mm-hmm. Maybe they should start looking at their neighbor and say, I, I want to make sure they have enough. That's and true. I wish that that was kind of the way the world was working. And I just, it's going to be a long time. I think till we get there, but I do think we will be able to get there at some point. Absolutely. You know what? And it begins with good conversations like this, you know, and I'm hoping that, you know, the people that are listening right now, they will stop and just think, you know what? They're right. You know, this conversation they're having is right. It's very insightful. And maybe it does just starts with just having a conversation and it sparks up another conversation. Then we begin to learn and understand one another. And then that way we don't be looking at each other so judgmental. I agree. Why aren't you and I just running the country? Honestly, I don't know. I think we should go run. You want to be the president? I'll be your vice president. <laughs> I love that plan. We should do that. <laughs> Let's make it happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know, aside from that, you know, with everything that's going on, like, what do you do to you know decompress from you know your day when you're dealing with so much, you know? negativity that's around you how do you deal with trying to remain positive through all of that you know like i look through your you know your social media because every time i have a guest come up here i like to you know get to learn a little bit about them so you can have a pretty good conversation and i see you like to do things such as like you know zip lining you know you like to get out in nature you like to go you know do things in the outdoors so like what do you do like what is your day like outside of music Um, I mean, I still have a nine to five corporate job. So Mm -hmm. outside of that, um, I like to be outside. I kind of just like to get away from really like any form of like electronics, electricity. Um, I do read a lot. I've read already um, 165 books this year. 
So, I mean, that to me is like a great escape. Um, I also have a therapist that I see once a week and she's phenomenal. So shout out to Teresa because hey. she helps me really kind of decompress and I support anybody who needs, you know, a third party type of like a mediator. Like mm. therapy is incredible. More people should do it. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, and, and I like that right there because, you know, there's a stigma that a lot of people have over seeking counsel. And sometimes like, like, you know, I was having a conversation this morning and it was like, you know, sometimes, you know, people just want to be heard. Sometimes you just need to just sit and just listen to people, you know, and they keep talking so much about, you know, the mental health crisis that's happening right now in this world. But a lot of that can be, you know, solved if you just listen to people, you know. Right. I agree. And, you know, I I was having a conversation with someone the other day. I can't remember who it was. Um, but they had said that they're, you know, they're, they're hearing more and more about people, um, being diagnosed with like anxiety or depression, um, really like any type of a mental health, um, diagnosis. And, and it's not so much that more people are being diagnosed. It's that people are actually starting to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So it seems like, you know, it's like a common thing now, but it's just that people are starting to learn that they can kind of break the stigma by being open about it because everybody suffers from something. And, you know, if you have depression or you have anxiety, you know, there are a lot of other people that can kind of be your sounding board and that they can be there for you because, you know, they have the same thing. So Mm -hmm. that's definitely, I want to continue to kind of break the stigma around that. And that includes, you know, talking about therapy and therapists. I just think that they can just be so beneficial if you just kind of, open yourself up to it Mm. you know i like that i like that um response and i also you know like the fact that you you know what you just said because you know thinking back to it you know the perspective that you just put me in just now sometimes i would tend to think that you know people are just doing that for attention especially now in the social media age where everybody want to go viral from doing some of the like the most outrageous <laughs> yeah. shit you know what i'm saying right. I, I started to right. feel like you know people was you know using mental health as a fad to get the attention that they're looking for but you know now that you put it in yeah. that perspective being that people are actually more just speaking out, out about it it makes me kind of look at it a little bit different. Like maybe there is people really that are, you know, reaching out and maybe it just seems like they, you know, seeking attention, but maybe this is the way they know how to, you know, reach out for help. Right. And, you know, I, I definitely give a lot of credit to, you know, celebrities because they've, a lot of them are starting to open up. Um, like Demi Lovato is somebody that I thought of like right off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. Um, she was so open and so vocal about her struggles and, you know, what she's dealing with and, you know, I think because those types of celebrities have such a massive following and then they're making it, you know, okay to be honest and talk about, you know, yourself and what you're going through or what you're struggling with. And kind of use that platform for good, kind of use that benefit and help their fans and help their fans in, you know, whatever way they can. Mm-hmm. I understand that and I do agree, you know, especially, you know, those that have the platform to do so, you know, it's encouraging, you know, to see them do that because, you know, when it comes down to it, a lot of people take their lead or take their cue from watching what other, you know, celebrities and stuff do throughout their, you know, their regular routine and stuff like that. So maybe if some of these celebrities will start using their platforms for good instead of just, you know, for monetary gain, I can definitely see that making a huge impact 
and letting people know that it doesn't matter what status you are, we are still human beings at the end of the day. So it's okay to be expressive and to open yourself up to other people, especially if you need help. Right. I agree. And I mean, I have a, a very small platform, but I do try to be very open and honest with, you know, my friends, my family, really anybody that kind of, you know, reaches out or follows me. I do try to be really open and honest and say, yeah, you know, I've had depression and anxiety since I was young and, you know, it's been a struggle, but, you know, I've, I've been in therapy. I find it to be super helpful. Like I'm also trying to kind of break that stigma and just show people that it's okay to talk about it. Mm. You know, the more you talk about it, the more almost, you know, comforting it can be when you see that other people are going through it too. And the world's kind of changing its, you know, its mindset, you know, it's not so much now that it's like a negative thing and you need to be, you know, you have to hide from it. You don't want to tell anyone that you have like mental health issues. Like, Mm -hmm. no, you should tell people you should be open and honest. You know, there's, there's nothing to be embarrassed of. There's nothing to be ashamed of. You know, you just, and I read this quote and I don't remember who said it, um, but it was someone, he wrote a book and he had said, you know, talking about mental health, if, if somebody breaks their arm or their leg or they break a bone somewhere, you know, they get support and they get, you know, sympathy and empathy. But when somebody's brain breaks, all they get is like secrecy and they get shame from it. And that, that stuck with me for years because that is so true. And that's where our society has been. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it's starting to change. And I just, I'm so happy. I'm so welcome for that. And you know, if, if people struggle and they know me, they, you know, people can always reach out to me. And, you know, I just love being kind of like that person for other people. Mm, I like that. And, you know, I always like to, you know, make myself available to people, too, you know, because I always like to say I would rather listen to your story than attend your funeral. You know, so like I would rather, you know, hear you, you know, vent out to me, scream, yell, do what it is you got to do to get it off your chest. And then even if you want to cry about it, cool, I'm not going to judge you about it. It's OK to, you know, open up and let these feelings out because you hold them in for far too long is going to destroy you. And a lot of people tend to not realize that. Oh yeah. I, I agree a hundred percent. I used to be one of those people that like heavily internalized things. Mm -hmm. Um, so that I've had to work really hard on sharing my feelings and how I'm feeling with certain people. Um, I mean, it's a, it's a constant battle for me, but you know, I, I do realize after I share those feelings, I don't feel so heavy. Mm -hmm. So I totally support people getting those feelings out, getting them out in the world, talk to somebody, you know, it's, it really does wonders for your mental health and even for your physical health. Cause then it's not, you know, like a, a boulder that you're holding on to. Absolutely. I truly agree. And I realized that too, when I really stop and just, you know, settle myself down, I don't have to worry about no headaches. I don't have to worry about how I feel afterwards. Once I let that all out, I'm feeling pretty much better, you know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> thousand percent agree with that absolutely i know i like i like when we have conversations like this because you know people need to realize also like when they listen to platforms like this there's much more to the artist than music you know what i'm saying like the music is just the the art or the platform that is used to be expressive to the audience that's willing to listen but when we have these conversations we can go in depth just to really get to know who the artist is and we get to have these kind of conversations 
experience is good because then that that encourages other people out there to you know come and gravitate more towards the artists and get to learn more and more about that you know that individual so this is really a good in i mean a good conversation that we're having right now yeah i mean it also helps kind of take that you know celebrity or artist or whomever take them off you know the pedestal that you know a lot of people would see them on um and kind of just remind people that we are people too you know we have you know strengths we have weaknesses you know we have happy times we have sad times it's just kind of like almost humanizes Mm -hmm. that artist or that celebrity um so i mean i just i love that i think that we should have way more of that in the world absolutely i truly i truly do agree and you know i know we've been you know talking about a whole multitude of different things and we haven't really yet gotten into you know your latest single you know we talked about you know resentful being more so about a you know a toxic love in the relationship that you had once before and now here we are with love and dreams you know we spoke a little bit on that you know briefly about it but now we're going to get into it a little bit more so with love and dreams that's a you know a, a complete uh, 180 from resentful. So what was the motivation behind that? Yeah, it was a 180, like a complete understatement. Like I went on the completely opposite end of the spectrum for this. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just really wanted a song that was upbeat and kind of just fun. And, you know, especially with everything that's going on in the world, I wanted to give somebody a song that's, you know, it's only three minutes long, but you know, maybe it'll take you out of your funk and, you know, you'll like the song because it is catchy. It is a beat. It is fun. Um, and it kind of just, I mean, it takes you out of maybe the headspace you're in and kind of just makes you dance or makes you sing to it just because it is so pop and upbeat and fun. And so I really wanted something that, you know, would put people in a good mood. Um, cause you know, I love, I love songs about heartbreak and things like that, but you know, when you're going through it, it can also be maybe a little detrimental. Like if you're already sad, you know, you don't really want to make yourself more sad by listening Mm -hmm. to kind of sad songs. But this one, I wanted somebody to listen to it and, you know, even just move a little bit to it, sing some of the words. Um, So I just wanted something that, you know, I would personally listen to to get myself out of a funk. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would listen to it because, you know, I can relate to it. I feel like a lot of people can relate to, you know, finding their person and, you know, being in that, you know, honeymoon or puppy love stage. And, you know, that's, it's just an incredible feeling when you meet that person. And, you know, I wanted to remind people that you do have that person. Mm-hmm. You know? Love them and, it's kind of a nice reminder of that. Absolutely. And and that, that's one thing, you know, when I, you know, write it and then got a chance to listen to it, that's one thing I definitely did take from it, you know. And, and like I said, you know, we need that injection of positive energy back into our society right now because God knows we definitely need it. So what has been the response that you've been getting for, you know, this record? I've gotten a lot of really positive responses. Um, you know, like, of course, I still get people who are like, this song sucks. It's like, all right, all right well, you suck. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> but overall, I've gotten so much positivity from it. You know, I've just, I have a lot of people reach out and they're like, this is great. You know, I love this song. You know, I want to dance to it. You know, I want to, you know, play it when I'm getting ready with my girlfriends. You know, it's it's just been really really positive and that makes me so happy because 
you know, if, if there's even one person that can relate to my music, then I feel like I have made it, you know, I've made it in the world because one person listened and they said, you know what? I love this because I know how this feels. Mm. So I've, this has been just so exciting and so happy. And I'm just loving, you know, this part of the journey. It's just been so awesome and so positive. So I love it. That's great. That's great. I'm glad to hear that. So, you know, with this momentum that you're building up off of this single, what can we look forward to, you know, for the rest of 2022 from you? Um, I'm definitely going to release more singles um, just because I love it and I think it's so much fun. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I'll start doing some, booking some shows. Um, I live in North Carolina right now, so Mm -hmm. I'll start there and then I'll start kind of like booking outwards, you know, on the East Coast and kind of, you know, growing my relationship with fans and supporters and followers. And, you know, my goal next year would be to put out an album. So that's kind of like my long-term goal. Um, but, you know, I just, I love this journey. I love the whole process. So I'm, I'm really enjoying how this is going. So I definitely want to kind of keep that momentum going. Nice. Hey, shout out to uh, North Carolina. I got a lot of family that lives down in North Carolina. And I've actually even considered myself moving to North Carolina because, you know, everything in New York right now is just crazy. But, you know, definitely got to say shout out to North Carolina. (laughs) Yeah, right. For real. Oh, North Carolina is the best and it's way cheaper than New York. So I would always recommend it. Yeah. Yeah. I got a lot of, uh, a lot of family in the Charlotte area down there in North Carolina. Yeah, I'm right outside of Charlotte. So oh, that's, that's nice. Perfect. I'm sorry. Oh, I said that's perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's been a great conversation. I really hate when we have, you know, real good conversations and we got to start, dwind, uh, you know, winding down because, you know, we're running out of time and everything. But I do want to ask you, you know, being that, you know, you're talking, you know, about, you know, the, you know, the plans to, you know, do some shows and do some performances and also with your album, where are some of the best place? Well, not best, but where are some of the places in your mind that you would love to go and do a show at? Ooh, um, pretty much anywhere in kind of like the uptown area of Charlotte. Um, I would love to, you know, do some shows around there. And then I've always wanted to go to Georgia and, you know, I would love to perform there. Um, and then my, my family lives up in Pennsylvania, so I would love to, you know, come up here and maybe do a show. And like me and most of my family and friends are up here, mm-hmm. um, so I'd love to do something special for them and and kind of just go from there. So I'm I'm really excited for how the rest of the year is going to go for me. Absolutely, and I'm excited for you because I can hear the excitement in your voice, and that it, excitement like that is contagious. So you know, whenever I get to speak to people, and they can just I can just hear the overall excitement and how they feel about their journey in the music industry. It keeps me excited and motivated to keep doing what we got to do to keep pushing you guys out there and giving you the platform and the spotlight so people can come and find you guys and listen to your music. Cause you got an incredible story and I know your music is definitely incredible as well. So, you know, we do want to say thank you for taking the time out to, you know, be here with us today. We do appreciate it. Oh my gosh. You are so nice. <laughs> thank you so much. This has been awesome. Um, I've, I actually loved our conversation. So this was perfect. Likewise. I, I loved it and enjoyed the conversation as well. But before we get ready, you know, to let you go and, you know, continue on with your day, I just want to ask you, do you have any, you know, shout outs or anything you would like to say to the people out there that's listening? Um, I guess 
a thank you would be kind of like the the best thing I could say. Um, thank you to my family and my friends and, you know, any of my fans, which still is weird for me to say fans. Um, but, <laughs> you know, I couldn't have gotten anywhere I am now without their love and support. So I'm just so grateful for each and every one of them. And, you know, I'd love to get to know them on more of a personal level Mm -hmm. just because I love connecting with people. Um, So I'm just, I'm really grateful. I'm really happy that, you know, they, they like me, you Mm -hmm. know, that's, that's everything to me is their love and support. So definitely thank you to everybody who's, kind of stood behind me and backed me on this wild, chaotic journey this has been. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, speaking of staying connected, for those people out there that would like to, you know, connect with you, follow you on your social media, you know, listen to your music, even invite you onto their platforms and maybe even book you for some shows, how could they make that possible? Oh, yeah. So I'm on, like, as many social media accounts as I can be for my little <laughs> millennial brain. Um, but like on Instagram, it's dev underscore page. Um, TikTok is Devin page seven. Um, I do have a Facebook page. It's Devin page. Um, so if you just kind of search Devin page on like any social media, I'm probably going to pop up. So I'm really excited for people to reach out and kind of follow along. And, uh, I'll give a special shout out to my husband, Ben as well. He's been just a pillar of strength for me on this journey. And I just, I couldn't have done any of this without him, like his love and support. Absolutely. And congratulations and shout out to your husband as well. And tell him I said, thank you, you know, for, you know, the support that he shows you and everything like that. We do appreciate that because I always like to see it, you know, especially in the industry, it is always difficult for couples to maintain that balance within their relationship, especially if you're Mm -hmm. in the public eye and you are around so many different people, it's kind of hard to stay, you know, connected with one another so to be there and support you and all that stuff like that that's that's dope so shout out to your husband Oh, thanks. I will tell him. He's loving it too. So we are, we are good. <laughs> no problem. And so for everybody else, once again, we want to say thank you to our special guest, Devin, for coming up here. Devin Page for joining us here today on the show, ladies and gentlemen. And please make sure y'all keep it locked and stay tuned because up next, here we have it, ladies and gentlemen, the brand new single by Devin herself called Love and Dreams. Keep it locked right here. It's your boy Emilio Wagball. We'll be back with much more right after this. You're rocking with the hottest underground hip hop and R&B show on this side of the net. This is Nonstop Radio.
Radio show. Non-stop hip-hop. The hottest underground hip-hop and R&B show on this side of the net. And that is our show for this evening, ladies and gentlemen. We want to say thank you to each and every one of you for tuning in to the Non-Stop Radio Show. We'll see you tomorrow, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Mid-Morning Rush Show on KKSJ, Kawan J Radio. It's your boy Emilio Wackball. Y'all all be safe, you heard? Want to be heard on the Non-Stop Radio Show? Send us your submissions in MP3 format at Let's Network Musical.ly 212 at gmail.com. This is Nine Stop Radio.